there are several good technology service providers which have developed capabilities to facilitate the ADRP process. Many of these technologies operate within a visual, visual environment and define ADRP attributes within a geospatial ecosystem. So like 3D, 4D, 5D modeling, uh, workface planning, uh, modules, constraint management capabilities for material and equipment, interval planning capabilities, and even the integration of AI. All right, welcome to the Innovate IPM podcast. That was Mr. Stuart White of Qit. He is the Advanced Work Packaging Director there. So very cool topic we're going to have today on episode number 33. And this is an exciting topic. It's an exciting topic because if you pay attention to what goes on in the broader projects world, you know that the track record for project success is fairly low, especially when you get into larger projects and uh, even more so when you get into little tiny projects. However, advanced work packaging allows us to overcome these obstacles. It gives us another tool in the toolbox to do better at projects and to save money, save time, and save a lot of heartache for those of us who work in the project world. So you really want to listen to this whole show. Stuart really lays it out well, and I think you'll appreciate it. And just a quick reminder, please go to iTunes and give us a like, give us a review, give us a rating. We do appreciate it here at the Innovate IPM uh, headquarters. We also appreciate it, and, and we think that you'll find great value from going to InnovateIPM.com, signing up for the newsletter. Our mission here is to talk about the people, practices, and technology in the industrial project world. And we, get, uh, we work hard to get our good guest on and put out a good product for everyone to enjoy and take value from. Just a quick time stamp. Today is August 7th, 2020. So let's get into advanced work packaging with Mr. Stuart White. Glad to have you on the podcast. Really appreciate you coming on and I'm really interested in this topic. So before we jump into that, um, could you tell us just a little bit about yourself? Sure. I'm currently the director of advanced work packaging for Kiwitz Oil, Gas, and Chemicals Division. I have a little over 21 years of, of experience uh, in the construction industry. Um, I'm a member of CII's Advanced Work Packaging uh, Community of Business Advancement, uh, CII's uh, Education and Outreach Subcommittee, and the CII Knowledge knowledge management subcommittee i'm co-chair of that committee and um on the downstream and chemicals committee and the awp conference advisory board and i've also been an adjunct professor at the university of houston within their department of construction management uh for quite a few years you sound very busy very busy indeed but busy is good (laughs) busy is good busy can be good yeah I, i definitely believe that so a lot of what you do, and this is why we decided to get you on the podcast, is advanced work packaging, as you just mentioned. So let's get into kind of the nuts and bolts of that. Maybe start at a high-level overview. What is advanced work packaging? Yeah, absolutely. So advanced work packaging is a construction-driven project delivery process that adopts a fundamental philosophy of beginning with the end in mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a key 
requirement uh, or a key requirement of this process is the collaboration between construction and engineering during the engineering planning phase. Uh, this mm -hmm. collaboration ensures that the project is designed in a sequence that supports construction and that the supply chain is sequenced accordingly. So this accomplished, um, this is accomplished by breaking down the project scope into construction work packages that are fed by engineering. So basically it's an intelligent approach to project delivery uh, that focuses on front end planning and EPC collaboration throughout the project life cycle. Okay, awesome. So let me ask you this question. I'm, I live on the front end of things. So I'm, I'm always in uh, FEL feed level, right? Preliminary before construction starts. It sounds like the advanced work packaging is somewhere in that, that phase. Obviously it has to be at least by FEL three. Yeah. Is yeah, that's correct. That? So yes, absolutely. So the advanced work packaging uh, process is typically an, typically initiated at the beginning of FPL3. Mm -hmm. And then from there, it transcends throughout the entire uh, project life cycle through uh, commissioning a turnover. Where did all this begin? I know a lot of times uh, in our industry, we hear things like AWP that maybe not uh, everybody is familiar with, even guys who've been doing this for a very long time. They hear it. They call it a buzzword. They say it's something, you know, that, that we just haven't gotten into yet. Yeah. But a lot of times we find out that these things are not new. How long has this been around? Yeah, so we can actually uh, trace the origin of front-end planning back to the 1970s and the construction of physical models and then the uh, development of planning and scheduling software, which took place in the 80s. Then 3D and 4D modeling concepts were introduced in the 1990s as were weekly crew level work plans, which were born out of the turnaround environment in the mm -hmm. Gulf Coast and in Canada. And from there, uh, the first workplace, work face planning software was developed in 2000 and COA published the first uh, work face planning guideline in 2006. Who is that? And, uh, that's the Construction Owners Association of Alberta. Oh, okay. It's, and in 2009, uh, CII, which is the Construction Industry Institute, uh, launched its AWP research. And then in 2011, uh, CII and COA joined together to form RT272, which is a guideline to advance work packaging. And in 2015, uh, AWP was recognized as an industry best practice and entered uh, the first stages of globalization in 2007. And where we're at today, it's, you know, the preferred project delivery method of many oil, gas and chemical industry participants. Mm, nice, nice. So it really came out of uh, collaboration between COA and CII which CII is, is for people who don't know, that's Texas based too, right? Correct. That's uh, out of the university of Texas. So it's a construction industry Institute and it's a collaboration of um, a lot of subject matter experts to advance our industry. Gotcha. So the advanced work package was presented as an, uh, some sort of solution. What, what challenges was the solution for? Yeah. So, I mean, with engineering being performed by system procurement bulk and construction by area, AWP is designed to align engineering and procurement with the path to construction. 
so that engineering and procurement deliverables are managed and disseminated in the correct sequence to support the construction the construction plan. Uh, this process is initiated during feed through integrated planning sessions, which bring together the EPC team to define the path of construction and then do a backwards pass to ensure that engineering and procurement can support construction execution dates uh, with commissioning requirements in mind, of course. Somebody has to be responsible for the generation of the AWP packages. Is that an engineering so, level responsibility or a construction level? So we typically have an AWP champion on the project mm -hmm. and it, it is, it is a responsibility really of everybody on the team. So it's the whole engineering procurement and construction team mm. that has to work together in collaboration to deliver a project using advanced or packaging. So we have a full team collaboration that's being head up by the AWP champion, which is probably, is that like a coordinator type position? Correct. It can be. It's someone who's responsible for developing the specific AWP execution plan for that project, given that project's intricacies, and then overseeing the processes and execution of advanced work packaging uh, from feed all the way through commissioning and turnover. Gotcha. So, why is advanced work packaging needed? So we do construction work packages already, right? Most, most projects do large projects that have any significance. What, what is it about this that, that makes it better or more necessary than the standard work packaging system? So it's that front end collaboration of developing a full project execution plan that's agreed to by engineering procurement and construction so that we can assure in the front end that everybody's bought into this plan and the execution dates of this plan and that engineering and procurement can support the construction execution dates. Gotcha. So this, this sounds very important to me again, because I work on the front end, but not only do I work on the front end, we rely on the performance of the construction project to feed back into what we do so we can benchmark and we can have better understandings of what site norms are. In my experience, a lot of the issues that we run into when we're trying to get that feedback loop is that somewhere along the line in execution, things didn't go as planned or as expected. And there's always some sort of failures along the way. They're almost completely predictable, by the way, that, um, that prevent us from really getting the information that we need back for a number of reasons. Um, but this sounds, like, this sounds like we can do our best to prepare to mitigate those issues in advance. Yes, that is correct. So through the front end planning process, you can mitigate a lot of issues that will impact you during the construction phase. So where do, what kind of skills does this require to, to pull off? So I don't think it really requires any additional new skills. Um, it's more of a matter of educating yourself on advanced work packaging methods and adopting the process. So many of the traditional roles within a project team can be adjusted to facilitate the requirements for advanced work packaging.
Okay. I mean, really, you know, advanced work packaging is is an intelligent approach to project delivery. It's really just project management 101 and aligning, like I said, aligning engineering and procurement deliverables with the construction execution plan in the front end so that ultimately whenever we push out um, the installation work packages during the construction phase that they're constraint free, we have open work fronts and our work crews can go out there and turn wrenches in our schedule. So does the, does the AWP process, does it require any additional software tools? So there's no argument that, that the AWP process is streamlined by check technology. Um, there's a handful of technology providers in the market concentrated on AWP project delivery. Uh, these technologies assist with integrated planning, work package development, constraint management, progress, visualization, uh, interval planning, and document management. Mm. But with that said, I mean, the AWP process can be achieved through manual workarounds if needed. Uh, it'll be more time consuming as compared to utilizing current technologies, but it can be done. Uh, even if being conducted manually, you know, AWP will still produce notable project benefits, which uh, drive the bottom line of project safety and pro profitability. How and who is driving this initiative within the, the oil, gas, petrochemical industry? Yeah, so this initiative in the oil, gas, and chemical industry is being driven by um, owner organizations. So we're, we often see requirements for advanced work packaging being called out in the uh, RFQs and, and RFPs. Do you feel like going through the AWP process as a requirement by the owners improves your executability from the contractor side? I think definitely having the owners drive it uh, facilitates advanced work packaging execution throughout all project stakeholders. Um, it's a definite benefit, but at Keywood, you know, we utilize advanced work packaging as our project delivery methodology. So we're gonna we're gonna do it even if the owner isn't requiring it. But yes, it is a benefit if the owner helps drive that requirement throughout um, all project stakeholders. There are several good technology service providers which have developed capabilities to facilitate the ADRP process. Many of these technologies operate within a visual, visual environment and define AWP attributes within a geospatial ecosystem. So like 3D, 4D, 5D modeling, uh, work-based planning, uh, modules, constraint management capabilities for material and equipment, interval planning capabilities, and even the integration of AI. Uh, the new initiative taking place now is to solidify data standardization across the industry, which will assist in establishing an integrated supply chain and ultimately to facilitate the development of the development and implementation of uh, digital twins. Uh, which will capture the entire project life cycle of an operating facility. So that's super fascinating. Now I've, I've seen digital twin technology in relationship to uh, process equipment, even ships and offshore rigs. What, what does the digital twin technology look like for project execution? So, so really for, for us as an EPC firm, we're, you know, making sure that we're capturing all the data 
and the right um, format that that needs to feed into the digital twin. The owner organizations typically own the digital twin, so mm-hmm. we're just um, part of that process, and we need to make sure that we have the right data standardization in place to be able to feed uh, to feed that process. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense. Is there? Are you guys implementing anything like uh, blockchain technology or smart contracts into this process? It sounds like a good place to do that. Correct. And that's that's kind of a new frontier um, in the industry that's that's being developed. And we are not uh, currently doing that, but definitely um, looking at those avenues and how that can be advantageous for us as a as an EPC firm. Cool, man. Awesome. So what does this workflow look like? We're getting into the, to the, to how things work. You mentioned a little earlier about the collaboration and the champion. So how does all this fit together on a, on a flow chart? Yeah, correct. So that's a, that's a pretty extensive flow chart. So the, uh, the, the AWP uh, flow starts with feed and FEL3 with the aforementioned integration planning session. Uh, from this, the path of construction is established. Construction work areas and construction work packages are identified. Uh, engineering work package boundaries are developed per construction work area. The scope and content of the procurement work process is also defined in engineering and procurement deliverables are aligned with construction work packages and the path of construction. And Mm -hmm. also during feed, the AWP architectural plan should be developed. And this is the AWP execution plan specific to the project and its intricacies. The data exchange management plan uh, should also be developed, and this identifies the systems and information exchanges between project stakeholders and how that information is communicated and utilized to support uh, AWP requirements. And also at this time, we are uh, initiating the, the development of a level three integrated schedule and AWP reporting matrix Mm-hmm. And through um, the detailed design process, we solidify the material management plan, update the procurement work process scope. And during this time, we build out our uh, construction work packages and are managing the engineering and procurement constraints against the construction work packages and execution dates. And we also start to build out the installation work packages where possible. And we as we push into construction, uh, we in, we enter into the workplace planning subset of AWP, and we continue to build out our installation work packages and monitor the constraints against those IWPs. Um, also, during the construction phase, we bag and tag materials and small tools per IWP uh, according to our IWP release plan. And the key is that no IWP is released to the field for execution until all constraints have been removed and everything is in place and we have a, an open work front. And then from there, we transition into uh, tests and turnover packages and commissioning a startup. So as I said earlier, it's, you know, it's a full project delivery methodology that starts and feed and goes all the way through uh, commissioning a turnover. In, in the middle of that description of the workflow process for the advanced work packages, you mentioned the installation packages. In my mind, when you say that, that installation package you're describing is 
probably more closely related to the construction work package. In other words, the traditional or the more commonly understood construction work package is but one piece of the advanced work package system. Is that a true statement? Yeah, that's a true statement. So your construction work package is a discipline specific um, group of work that falls within inside of a construction work area. And then from there, you will take that construction work package and sequence out that work into right. groups of one to two weeks worth of, of work that can be executed. And those are your installation work packages. What kind of barriers do you guys see? So one of the main barriers to AWP implementation exists at the organizational level within many companies. You know, updating legacy processes and procedures and driving cultural change throughout an organization can be difficult. Sure. Old ways die hard. And, yes, they do. Uh, it's the barrier to change that can stifle innovation and keep a company from moving forward in this dynamic industry. And a lot of companies are just, you know, really reluctant to change or to take on a new project delivery methodology. One commonly heard, heard objection is that we don't have enough people. Mm -hmm. So, you know, every company has different business models and market strategies and organizational approaches to project execution. Not every situation is the same, but most AWP requirements can be satisfied by readjusting their priorities and variables associated with the throughput of existing positions. Mm -hmm. you know, current positions associated with typical project execution can be adjusted to facilitate advanced work packaging and generate a more efficient project delivery model. You know, it's, it's just a matter of rewriting a few responsibilities and slightly altering the focus of a few existing positions. And mm -hmm. if your typical project execution team directs their focus and output on a comprehensive AWP delivery model and carries that model from feed through commissioning, you'll realize uh, the desired outcome, which is, you know, effective project execution. Now, the caveat is that for this to work, you must have full buy-in. So not just from your project team, but from your company as a whole, you know, you must commit to AWP from an organizational level. If not, then the program will fail at the project level. And most companies who say that they don't have enough people to perform AWP have not committed. So they're still attempting to execute projects utilizing a legacy approach, which is typically misaligned and inefficient. And AWP for them is an add-on and not the foundation of how they execute projects. That's very insightful actually. And, and it, it all comes down to corporate governance at that point, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, and you know, another common objection that we hear is um, that it's not how engineering works. This isn't how engineering works, right? Mm -hmm. uh, this will slow engineering down. And so, you know, the, the AWP process may have initial uh, slight, a initial slight impact on engineering productivity, but just until processes are adjusted to accommodate AWP, you know, engineering can still be done by system. The differences in how the engineering deliverables are distributed and their priority driving the sequencing. So an example would be that engineering is producing deliverables by construction work area instead of by key plans. So, this shouldn't result in any engineering slowdowns as a path to construction and construction work areas 
will be identified in advance during the integrated planning session. And this uh, integrated planning session provides engineering and procurement buy-in to the construction and commissioning sequence. Mm -hmm. And consequently, you know, engineering has the CWA boundaries in the construction work package execution sequence and time to sequence out and structure their work and their 3D model to facilitate advanced work packaging. So, you know, the full EPC buy-in achieved during the front-end planning process results in less rework from engineering and produces more efficiency through detailed design. As a, as a project cost estimator, a TIC estimator, which is what I do at my day job, uh, I'm fully on board with everything you just said. It's well stated, and it would make my life a thousand times easier if everybody could could abide by that. So, so let me give you my favorite objection that I've heard a million times is, okay. is we already do AWP. So, you know, many companies have a misconception of the scope and breadth of advanced work packaging. They don't realize that advanced work packaging is a comprehensive project delivery method which transcends from feed through commissioning. And a lot of companies fall short by believing that AWP is simply the process of packaging the construction work for field execution. Yep. And this leaves out the integrated front end planning process, you know, engineering, procurement, construction sequencing, constraint management process, and several other variables that are vital to AWP execution. So for those companies who believe that they already perform AWP, they should reevaluate themselves against mm. the full scope and breadth of what advanced work packaging actually is. Yeah, I could see that. That, that makes a lot of sense. And uh, yeah, it almost goes back to what we were saying earlier about the misconceptions between a normal, commonly understood construction work package and how it fits into the AWP process. Give us some examples of what the pitfalls look like when you're, when you're trying to implement the AWP. Okay, so one of the main pitfalls to advanced work packaging is attempting to implement it without having full buy-in from management. And this includes executive management as well. And uh, the program needs to be driven from the top down and throughout the organization. And a half-hearted commitment to advanced work packaging, you're choosing to just do bits and pieces of the overall AWP methodology uh, will not produce the desired results. So you must, you must have commitment and drive the execution of the process from feed all the way through commissioning and turnover. And, and I've seen this common in the industry where, where, you know, companies will come in and they'll say they're doing advanced work packaging, but they'll do bits and pieces of advanced work packaging. And mm -hmm. they're really not even fully committed to doing that. And then they don't get the desired results and they say, well, that didn't work. You yeah. know, AWP doesn't work, didn't work. Well, you didn't do AWP, you know, you did like 10% of it didn't do that well either. So. Yeah, I could see that happening, no doubt about it. So, and this goes back to, you know, there's there's statistics on project successes and failures and how engaged corporate governance is in, in, with project organizations who lack that corporate governance or are not getting the full commitment of corporate governance uh, tend to fail. And I, I think yeah. this is probably just another example of that. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Well, how about this? How, how can uh, companies or even individuals learn more about increase their capabilities around the AWP process? Yeah, so, you know, the Construction Industry Institute and, and COA have educational resources around advanced work packaging. Uh, 
within CII, we have the advanced work packaging community of advancement, uh, which people can get involved with. Uh, if you're not a member of CII, the AWP community of practice offers weekly discussions on advanced work packaging. Uh, there's also a yearly conference in Houston and in London that's put on by Group ASI. Um, Insight AWP uh, also has publications which address the implementation of advanced work packaging. And there's just a lot of people out there that are that are involved in the AWP community within CII and COA and, and Group ASI that are that are more than willing to help, including myself. Awesome. Sounds awesome. Well, is there anything else that you'd like to share about this before we wrap it up? Oh, no, just the, you know, advanced work packaging is, is an intelligent approach to project delivery that aligns engineering and, and procurement with construction. And, you know, it starts in, it starts with front end planning during FEL three and transcends through commissioning and turnover as we stated. And, and it's how we deliver projects at Kiewit. You know, mm -hmm. it, it is how we, we approach and execute projects. Nice. Awesome. Well, listen, we'll, uh, we'll get some resources from you before, uh, you know, before we let, let you go and we're going to link all that stuff up in the show notes. And, and if you, uh, if you want people to be able to get a hold of you, we can, we can link that there as well. I really appreciate you coming on. It's been a good talk and uh, I definitely learned some stuff. I think the innovate IPM community, We'll also learn some stuff from this conversation. Thank you, Stuart. Very good. Thank you, Robin. Appreciate it. You bet.